What's up, man? Yeah, I don't know what happened, bro. Uh, technical difficulty. Yeah, I should be good to go now. All right. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. And on today's show, I got Mikhail PG from Courtside Radio. How's it going, man? Man, everything is going well, man. Thank you for having me, man. I love every opportunity to hop on the mic, man. Yeah. So in today's show, we're going to talk about the Lakers trade speculation. Do you think the Lakers are going to trade Kyle Kuzma at the deadline or keep him? Man, to be honest, unless they find a deal that they just like, man, we can't pass this up. Like, if you can go get a Zach Levine or somebody like that, you know, you have to take that chance. That guy's a baller. But I'm not sure they're going to get, you know, a deal like that that's good where they're not going to trade too many pieces. So, I, to be honest, I really think that he's going to be a Laker and he just has to step up. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I feel like he's going to be a Laker, but if the Lakers do trade him um... – wouldn't be surprised if it's for like Derrick Rose and Marcus Morris, one of the because I know the Morris brothers is in Detroit. I think it's Mark yeah. Marcus or Markeith Morris. I always get yeah, Mar- Marcus is there. Yeah, that'll be a nice move too, the Derrick Rose and Marcus Morris because you know the Lakers are in win now mode. You know, as much as uh, us Lakers fans want to have that young guy that can be you know the future, we have to you know remember that we have LeBron who's you know has played so many seasons that, man, we have to try to win now. And Derrick Rose and Marcus Morris will help the Lakers be where they need to be. Yeah, if we got those two players, I think that would make our team a little bit tougher. Mark uh, Morris plays defense, can guard Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. We need that, you know, in the playoffs, you know. Same with Derrick Rose, we need bench scoring. And speaking of bench scoring, do you think the Lakers should go after Darren Collison? No, man, to be honest – if the Lakers are going to keep Kuzma, which I think would be a good look, um, man, you bring in a guy like Darren Collison, who you don't have to give up anything for. Uh, the guy, you know, can catch and shoot the ball. He brings you another point guard so that, you know, Rondo doesn't have to touch the floor. He can defend. And, you know, he's just a veteran guy. He went to uh, attended Etiwanda High School, so he's from this area. So that's why he wants to play for one of the L.A. teams. But, yeah, he'll be the type of player the Lakers honestly need off the bench, like another point guard that can play make, that can play defense, and that can catch and shoot. So I think he will be, man, a a perfect addition because you wouldn't have to lose anything. You're pretty much keeping your same team and just adding these pieces. So I would love that pickup for the Lakers. Yeah, I would love that pickup, too, for the Lakers. Darren Carlson can uh, score anywhere from 15 points to 18 points, so we need that. But if we did get him, you don't think we would have to, like, cut, like, a Quinn Cook or uh, DeMarcus Cousins to make room for uh, Darren Collison? No, yeah, you may have to, you know, you may have to, you may even have to cut uh, Rondo because Rondo might be like, hey, man, if I'm not getting playing time, let me go somewhere where I can get minutes. So, yeah, you're probably going to have to cut someone to make some space for um, Collison, but – Man, I, I think that you have to do it because he's a piece that the Lakers can really use right now. Yeah, they can use him, and they can also use uh, some more, like, bench. I know we got um, Kuzma, but I feel like we need to add one more, like, three-point shoot, like a J.J. Redick or a Dennis Schroeder type of player. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Uh, of course, if you can add anything, only thing that's tough for the Lakers is you're going to have to make a trade. So you're going to be losing something, and what will they be willing to give up to add these pieces? And that that's going to be the only problem. That's why I think Collison is such a great move because, 
you don't have to give up anything. He's a free agent. You just go and sign him, and then bam, you're ready to play. Yeah, man. Darren, if Darren Carlson came to the Lakers, I think that would bring a spark off the bench, man. Darren Carlson's a very talented player. Hopefully, Lakers get him. Another thing, too, um, if Lakers do come around, my concern is he might just say, okay, if you come here, I'm just going to go to the Clippers, you know? That would yeah. be like, okay. That would be, yeah. kind of concerns me for cutting Rondo for Darren Carlson, you know? But you have to see if he even fits in over there with that team. Uh, with already, They already have a lot of leaders there, and that's what Rondo's best role is being one of the leaders. And so it will be tough over there. But, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you just let go of the DeMarcus Cousins and, you know, you kind of just keep Rondo, you know, around the team. It's a long season, so you need as many players as you can get. So having a Rondo along with Collison and Quinn Cook is good because injuries occur too, so you have to be prepared for that as well. Yeah, um, whatever the Lakers decide to do, man, I'm looking forward to what they do. But whatever we Lakers front office decide to do, us Laker fans just have to bear with it and keep it pushing, man. Because I know a lot of Laker fans, if we trade Kuzma, they're going to complain and cry. But whatever if Rob Plinka and the front office does, we just got to go with it, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, think about where they got the Lakers. You know, we're the top seed in the West. Last year at this point, we weren't even close. So you just got to trust in Rob, uh, trust in that front office. They're going to make the best moves. And as long as we have AD and LeBron, we have a chance to win a championship. So I, I like what the Lakers are doing so far. Yeah, I'm liking what they're doing so far as well. But uh, what are um, the what what are the concerns that you have for Lakers going into the playoffs, if you have any? To be honest, the biggest concern, and I hate to say it, is those damn Clippers, man. Uh, the Clippers are a team that have beaten the Lakers twice. Uh, they're built for the playoffs, and it's just the Lakers have to figure out a way to beat them. For me, I just believe that it's just LeBron has to take step up and say, hey, you know, I know I'm trying to lead the league in assists, but once playoffs come, I have to do whatever it takes to win. So I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to attack Kawhi, make him work on that end, and then when I have to, guard him on the other end. So that's the only thing I'm worried about. And, 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 then, and of course, you have to think about the health of the team. They want to go into the playoffs healthy. But other than health and the Clippers matchup, man, I, I like what the Lakers are doing. Yeah, for me, I feel like it is the Clippers that I'm worried about. But Because right now, they beat us twice. Like, it was all those games were close. We're up 10 early in the first game, and the opener up 10. And then we've been going through this a lot, being up 10 and then relaxing. Lakers need to stop doing that because if you continue to do that, it's going to catch up to you. In the playoffs, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I look at it. I think in the playoffs, they're going to be more prepared because you get your rest in, you know, you may get two days off. And if Lakers are getting a bunch of 10-point leads in the playoffs, they're going to finish those games because you just can play AD and LeBron the rest of the way to finish teams off. So, you know, of course, during the season, you know, because they're only four games up above – Denver, who's playing great basketball. Utah, who's on fire since trading for Clarkson. Um, and then, you know, the Clippers. So, they have to make sure they keep their uh, foot on the uh, gas pedal. They got the Knicks today at Madison Square Garden, which I know LeBron, likes to, like Kobe, likes to show out there. So, I'm expecting a win tonight. But, yeah, just got to keep their uh, foot on the gas pedal. But, but, but come playoff times, they're going to be all right. You just have to worry about those Clippers. Yeah, we got to worry about those Clippers, man. But um, is it like, okay, Lakers got, lost the Clippers twice. 
they can learn something from those two games that they lost and then translate it into the playoffs by beating them. That's what I feel like the Lakers are going to do. I know we play them when we come back from this five-game road trip, but I feel like Lakers are not worried about, oh, okay, we lost the Clippers. It's all good. We'll beat them in the playoffs. Can teams do that, or do you think regular season does matter for certain teams? No, it can happen. Uh, like you said, like you can take from those matchups and be like, okay, this is what we have to do. You know, um, the season you just want to, you know, win as many games as you can. And, of course, beating another team is great because it's that psyche of, oh, man, we beat them four times. They know they have no chance. But when you trotting out LeBron James, one of the greatest players of all time, Anthony Davis, a top five player in the NBA, none of that matters. Once the playoffs come, you're going to feel, hey, we, as long as we're on the court, it's like Kobe and Shaq. As long as you have those two on the court, you knew you had a chance. And that's exactly what – you know, that Laker team is feeling. And then you remember uh, way back in the 90s where the Houston Rockets were around the fifth or sixth seed. And uh, I remember seeing documentaries of them where they pretty much said that, hey, can we win on the road? Yeah, we can. Okay, season doesn't matter. We're going to beat whoever we need to play in. I feel the Lakers are like that when it comes to the Clippers. They're, you know, the fans are worrying more than I think the players are. Yeah, I agree, man, because here's the thing. If we beat the Clippers after this five-game round trip, you know what the me's going to say? Oh, they don't care. They're just resting. But if the Clippers beat us, they're like, oh, Clippers are a better, better team in L.A., you know what I mean? So it's kind of like I feel like Lakers need to beat the Clippers to shut the media up for a while, you know? Yeah, whenever the Lakers lose, it's, <laughs> it's like it's a 10-game losing streak. Like, what? Like, the Lakers are still the best team with the best record in the West. But, you know, that's how the media is out here. The Clippers and their fans aren't used to winning. So the fact that they're even close to the Lakers, they're bragging about it, you know, because they beat us. But we don't care about none of that. We care about banners, you know. The Clippers hang up selfies. The Lakers hang up banners. So we don't got time to argue with, with you about no season stuff. Talk to us in the playoffs. Okay, so if the Clippers do, if somehow they do win the championship this year, do you think um, that puts them over Lakers? In L.A., because uh, a lot of people say if the Clippers beat the Lakers and get to the finals and win the championship, they run L.A. For me, if you want to run L.A., you got to win 18 championships, in my opinion. No, yeah, even uh, Lou Williams came out in an interview that I saw, and he said that, man, we if we win a championship, we might be the first ever team to have people boo at the parade because this is forever going to be a Lakers city. Like, it's no way that you can take that away. You know, it's not like we're the Knicks or anything where – we haven't won in a long time, and our history is bad. It's like, this is Laker. Everywhere is purple and gold. Um, when you go to the Clippers-Lakers games, it's all Lakers fans pretty much. So this will never be a Clippers town, no matter what. Like, it could possibly shift maybe in five to ten years because if the Clippers are winning, all these people, uh, young kids growing up, they only going to remember the Clippers winning and remember the Lakers losing. But I just don't see that happening, man. This will forever be purple and gold, baby. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, me and Clipper Darrow always have battles on Twitter about Clippers and Lakers. It's always good competitive talk. But one more question before we get on by here. What can LeBron do to be the greatest Laker of all time, in your opinion? To be honest, I don't think he can do anything to be the greatest Laker of all time. Because guys like Magic, Kareem, uh, Kobe won five championships there. You know, you could throw in Shaq, who won three championships there. Jerry West, who played there his whole career and became the logo by winning two championships with the Lakers. So he can become one of the greats, you know. He can be a Jersey retired, 
up there in the um, you know, in the rafters and maybe even a statue if he wins two or three championships. But as far as becoming the greatest Laker, I don't think that. Like you hear people already saying he's the greatest player to ever play for the Lakers, which I disagree with. I still pick Magic and Kobe over him as better players. But I do feel that he can be really – you can really take him serious as that if he can win two championships with the Lakers. But as far as the greatest, he's not touching Kobe or Magic. Yeah, I agree. He's not touching Kobe or Magic or Shaq because, I don't know, I feel like you have to be drafted by a team to be called greatest of all time, in my opinion. You know, um, LeBron is a great player, but I feel like he just doesn't have that Kobe Bryant mentality, and I'm being completely honest. No, yeah. And it's not even that just being drafted there. Like, how long do you play there? You know, if you play two or three years with the team and then you leave and you sign and you play with a team for 10 years, your history is with that team. You know, you did a lot with that team. But with LeBron going from Cleveland to Miami to, to Cleveland to the Lakers, it's like it's, it would take him pretty much winning five straight championships for us to be like, hey, he is the greatest Laker. You know, he's the king of L.A. Like, even now, you know, he's that, that he's a Laker, it's still not entrenched. Like, some Laker fans I talk to still don't feel that, that true attachment. They just see him as a great player playing in L.A., not like a, a full-bled, I'm, I'm bleeding this purple and gold, like Kobe, like Magic, like even Shaq when he played his years with the Lakers. If he wins the championship with the Lakers this year, I wonder what all the Laker fans are going to say now. But for me, I'm a Kobe fan, and – I had my issues with LeBron, and I still kind of do. I feel like if he brings me a title to L.A., I'm going to be like, okay, thank you for bringing the title. I forgive you. You know what I mean? Like, it's all good. If he brings us a ring, I'm not really tripping, you know. But if he doesn't win us a ring, I feel like it will be the biggest failure in LeBron's career, in my opinion, you know. It'll no, be- I, I, I agree with you. I feel that um, if he doesn't win a title with the Lakers, that it will be the biggest mark on his career, and it's going to – instantly take him out of the greatest of all time uh, conversation because you went to the Lakers and you're the only superstar to never win a championship with the Lakers. And it's not like he's playing with scrubs. Like, you have Anthony Davis, who's a uh, top-five player. You know, you got veterans on your team. So it's no excuse if you really feel that you're the best player that's playing right now and you're the greatest player that ever played this game. It's no excuse why you shouldn't win one our two rings with the Lakers. Yeah, man. Just it's gonna be a crazy rest of the season, man. Whatever if Lakers win the championship, cool. And if we don't win it, it's gonna be a complete failure in my opinion. And uh yeah, I just wanna thank you, Mikhail PG, for coming on, man. Go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you. Yes, sir, man. So you guys can check me out at Michael the P G. That's M Y K E L L the P G on uh Instagram, on Twitter, it's the same exact thing. Uh, on Facebook, I'm Michael Matthew, M-Y-K-E-L-L-M-A-T-H-I-E-U. Man, I thank you so much for having me. Make sure you guys check out Courtside Radio uh, on the Good News Radio app, live every Thursday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. And if you miss that, it becomes a podcast where you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio. And then you can check me out on YouTube with my other show, um, don't at me with Michael and Alex. You can look up uh, our videos under the name of Alexander Himes, H-Y-M-E-S. Man, and I'm, I'm, I'm working out here, putting everything I got into making sure uh, people know what my name is. So I thank you 
so much, man, for you having me. All right, man. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon, brother. Thank you.